Folks, welcome back to the Soccer Talk Lads podcast, the STL podcast, pending litigation in the city of St. Louis. We are going to bring to you today a interview with some RSL fans of the Royal Riot podcast. Aiden Nielsen was gracious enough to gift me some of his time today to answer my questions about Salt Lake, about what their outlook is this week, about what they've seen from their team this season so far. And I think it's an important context to gain especially in terms of where St. Louis is right now, what they're looking for this week, you know, potentially looking ahead to Minnesota next week to Seattle, the ultimate litmus test a couple weeks from now, and they can't be looking past this game. As I talked about with Hayden, Salt Lake are a still a competent team. They're not as bad as the record says. They've had a week off. They lost their home opener. They're going to be coming back to this game with some reinforcements and potentially a difficult time for St. Louis if they can't put their stamp on the game like they've been able to the last four weeks. So appreciate y'all coming in, giving it a listen. Of course, check out the Royal Riot podcast if you want to hear some more of me from a St. Louis versus Salt Lake perspective. Uh, he didn't ask me some questions about just what to expect from us in this game. Give some things that we didn't necessarily talk about in our main podcast. A couple of updates, actually. Tim Parker still going to be listed as questionable. They talked about in the pre-match conference today that it's going to be a game-time decision again. So potentially some relief there, but also potentially not. So we're going to have to be waiting on bated breath. It sounds like Shabu Lublam is still unavailable as well, which I know we talked about in the podcast, but just getting some confirmation on that today. Anyway... Thank you so much for giving us a listen, and let's head off to the interview. All right, everyone, welcome back to this special addendum of the Soccer Talk Lads podcast. I, of course, am Justin Horniker, Sans, Stephen, and Ian today. I have a special guest with me, Hayden from the Royal Riot, who covers RSL, of course. Hayden, how are you doing today? I'm doing great, man. Thank you so much for having me on. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. I'm glad we could get this worked out. Because um, I am curious about RSL, because it's a team that, to me, always is a team that I want to count out, but seems to find its way in the playoff picture, seems to find its way kind of like in the conversation. <laughs> and of course, this year, it hasn't been quite that way yet. But I'm interested to hear, like, before the season started, what was kind of your outlook on this team compared to last year? Right. So... Great question. Just to get kind of started. It's kind of a big question. Um, (laughs) You know, this outlook on this season, we lost Sergio Cordova, our top scorer last Mm -hmm. year. We, we didn't bring back Bobby Wood, who was never, we were never able to see his full potential because, you know, he's been dealing with injuries for years now, but we lost him. And those were the two big losses this off season, I would say. And then we brought in our, you know, club record signing, Carlos Andres Gomez, who, you know, he's 20, he's really young. You don't really know what you're going to get. So I was like, okay, that's pretty exciting. We didn't really need a winger that much, but it's, it's cool that we got him. And then we bring in just barely Brian Vera, who will be most likely, I mean, if you're a betting man, I would bet on Vera starting against St. Louis. So Brian Vera, I believe that he is the third most 
um, expensive defender to ever transfer into MLS. So we're spending money. So that's exciting. <laughs> yeah. But as far as like outlook on where the season went, I put our ceiling as like fifth place. Our floor is probably 10th, maybe 11th. Like we're the same team we were last year. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Long way like, to get to that point that we're the same exact team that you, you saw last year. No, that's kind of what I was hoping for in terms of like what to expect. Cause obviously there were those, those slight changes. And I actually mm-hmm. like bringing in Brian Vieira. Cause I think like center backs and defenders in this league are kind of like outsized contributors when you bring in like a proven right. defender. Um, and like for someone like RSL, I think that's very helpful. I mean, hopefully, cause <laughs> I mean, the rumor that I've been hearing and I don't think it's so much rumor. I'm, Hey, I'm putting this as fact. So when will this be released? Uh, tomorrow. Yeah, today. When whenever okay. I get it edited. <laughs> yeah. So uh Silva and uh, Oviedo are going to be out for RSL this weekend. Silva, center back, he was our captain last season mm-hmm. with Demir Krylak. Um, Vera should be replacing him at the left center back role. So it should be a Silva and Justin Glad pairing. Oviedo at left back will be out as well. We all know he's old. We don't really know what the exact rotation. If I were to put a best guess, I would guess that Brody moves over to the left and uh, our youngster, Bodie Hidalgo, starts on the right. That would be my best guess on that. In the midfield, you got Pablo Ruiz making his season debut, our best midfielder right now. And Jasper, uh, Jasper Loffelson, who has had an up and down season. Um, he was just suspended a game. He, he was back last week, but if you all remember, he was suspended for spitting on a player. So that's uh, not ideal. Yeah, that's right. Yep. And then uh, Savarino was on international duty, is not on international duty anymore. He is um, injured, quote unquote. He will be available for this game, but he will not be starting. So expect Justin Merrim up on the left wing. Uh, Ruby or Rubin is out with international duty. So expect Anderson Julio at the nine and then our youngster, Carlos Andres Gomez on the right wing. So, oh, and Demir Kralak like underneath all those at the 10. Yeah. And I look at it too, as RSL coming off of like a week by as a potential dangerous game for St. Louis. Cause right. I'm not sure how familiar you are, but St. Louis is kind of decimated at center back right now too, with right. Kyle Hebert <laughs> going on international duty. It's uh-huh. Parker is still questionable. So they're looking at Lucas Bartlett, who had his first start and only played four minutes prior uh, last game. And then probably <laughs> Josh Yarrow, who's never started at a top flight. Uh, right. Before and St. Louis, <laughs> I mean, their defense, just is from an RSL perspective, shaky at best. They're, hmm. They got a shutout last week, their first shutout, which is huge against San Jose, who we don't really know what to expect from San Jose coming into this year. They made some moves, but we don't know if that's really too much. But St. Louis, I mean, if nothing else, you cannot deny that they've surpassed every expectation. But winning five in a row is a that's going to be a pretty tall task. Mm. Yeah, especially with the way that the games have gone. And also, you're kind of looking at a Real Salt Lake team. And I think like there's got to be some desperation there in terms of like, getting a win. <laughs> right. And and I mean, this is said every week and this or not every week, but every time RSL loses, this stat pisses off RSL fans the most <laughs> because it's always brought up, but we don't lose two in a row. Pablo Masterini has only lost twice in a row once in his entire tenure with RSL. 
it's brought up every time. We don't like that stat because we hear it a lot, which means we lose a lot, but mm. <laughs> we haven't, he doesn't lose twice in a row. So I don't think he'll be losing this one, especially since he already lost twice in a row. So I yeah. doubt he's going to lose three in a row. <laughs> what would you like? What would you say went wrong in the games against, especially the game against Austin <sighs> that I thought they were very much in that a couple of bounces go their way and they win that game. Like, what do you think was exploited within RSL, especially by an Austin team that I know like we're familiar with having played them in our right. home as well? The midfield. Yeah. It's the midfield. So in that game, if you watched, Brian Ojeda and Jasper Loffelson were bossed around essentially the whole game. They weren't able to complete very many passes. They weren't stepping into the lanes. They weren't stepping to press. Um, if you watched that RSL Austin game, I don't know how familiar you are with it, but Austin scored on two like worldies, basically. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Two goals that they don't usually score. The first one, I mean, what did you want us to do on that one? But the second one, we had all the time in the world to step up on that. Um, I think it was Wolf who yeah. scored that all the time in the world just to step up. Jasper got beat. Ojeda was just basically watching him warm up to take the shot and didn't do anything so that's that's going to be the biggest fix and you know Pablo Ruiz hasn't played he was a key contributor to this team he struggled the end of last year after his father passed away in July and we're really hoping that after some much needed time off in Argentina with his family that he can come back and be you know fully here because he was an impactful player in the beginning part of last season so that's going to be that's got to be a key and then we got to get some contributions from our nine. I mean, our we haven't had any goals scored from our top three this season. Our top scorer is a center back. So I've got to figure that out. Yeah. Yeah. It's not <laughs> ideal. Yeah. And what do you think? Like, do you think that the bye week helped them kind of reset, especially with like having players come back that weren't in the squad before? Like, do you think this is kind of a new mentality that they're going to be coming into this game with? Yes and no. I mean, I think every time that a team steps foot into now America first uh, field, mm. but, you know, passionately known by the fans as the riot, you're going to have a hard time coming away with three points. And we just got embarrassed at home. We had a ton of opportunities. It was the home opener. The Utah Royals were announced before that game. Mm. We had all of this momentum. And then we somehow, you know, drop all three at home. So I would think that they have a lot of energy going into this game. And to answer your question about, you know, does this bye week help? Yes, but also the players, they had a little bit of a vacation. They all had a mm. couple days to go and kind of do their own thing. So I'm interested in that as much as you are, but I would assume that they should be looking fit for the guys that are actually ready to play. Yeah, I'm excited for it. It should be a fun matchup. Like I'm interested to see from a St. Louis standpoint because Carnell in the pre-match press conference they had today like mentioned about how they weren't expecting to walk into salt lake and have an easy time like they mentioned the crowd and they mentioned how hard it is to win every all salt lake and like i thought that was very telling because carnell's very open about like the challenges that they are working right. on and approaching right and this this week's going to be different i mean you guys are used to the cold obviously being mm -hmm. in missouri so that's not like yeah we last game was any brutal <laughs> right if there's any away st louis fans traveling to this please dress warm i beg of you please do not think that this is going to be any warmer than last week we're expecting low 30s with mm. a pretty good chance of snow so nice, the yeah. orange ball possibility 
is very, very high. Um, I have it from my good source that it's not going to be a sellout unless we get a big intake of tickets. We're not looking at a sellout this week, unfortunately. Um, weather, big part of that. But so maybe it'll be a little bit easier place for St. Louis to come play. I hope not. But I hope the fans still show up stronger than expected because right now it's not looking great as, you know, how close we are to selling out the stadium for tickets sold. Yeah. The cold is like a great equalizer. Um, Like the players were definitely, it was so last game. I'm not sure if you, how familiar were, but it was like 29 degrees at the start, like a wind chill of nine degrees. And yeah, like the players were like after the game, that was like all they were talking about was how hard it was to like adjust those first 10 minutes to the weather. So like no, I've actually, I've loved watching <laughs> St. Louis this year, though. They St. Louis, incredibly fun team to watch. I mean, maybe it's just because in every game there's a lot of goals scored, mm. so that makes it easy to have them be a fun team. And you know, it was even more fun watching Austin and Charlotte make such bad mistakes. That was kind of funny. Yeah, and I just hope that we don't also get embarrassed by <laughs> some cherry picking St. Louis players. That I don't know how that happened two weeks in a row. But that was amazing. Yeah, it's they put you know center backs under a lot of pressure, and especially when you're talking Austin and Charlotte, who mm-hmm. at the beginning of the year like weren't, I think, ready. And especially in Austin's case, where their center backs depth in Charlotte too, where their center back depth is kind of right. shallow. You're right. asking players who maybe aren't necessarily comfortable with the ball with like intensity coming at you, and that's kind of when that happens. But yeah, right, so no. I think it'll be a great game. But uh, Hayden, you mentioned the Royals. So I want to ask you about that. Like, how excited are you to have the Royals back in Salt Lake? Especially since, like, I'm like, I follow the Casey Current, I cover the Casey Current. So, like, knowing how the Royals left, knowing that it's like nothing to do with the fans, and now knowing that you get the team back, like, what's the excitement level like in Salt Lake? It's very, very high. It's, I mean, it was heartbreaking when. Mm. The Royals left because like you said, it had nothing to do with the fans. This, the fans had the second best attendance in the entire league. Last time they were here getting well over 10,000 a game, which was great for the time. And I expect that it'll be even better once they return next March. And, you know, I think my co-host Stockton would have been better to ask this question because he (laughs) was a season ticket holder last time. I threw a curveball at you now. (laughs) <laughs> right. He already deposited for the season tickets this time, but I think it's amazing. I think that the sport, you know, soccer is huge in Utah, especially with the youth. And for our women, our young girls and women to have role models looking up to in this sport that they can go and see every week and watch on TV or be at the game. It's huge. And I'm having, I'm having a baby girl in May and I'm stoked that she's going to have someone that, you know, she can say like, Oh, I love this sport and I have my female role models. I think that's massive and the fans are 100% going to back this club again. And we're, we're stoked to have them back. Yeah. It's just such a fun league to watch to the NWSL. So I'm excited to have, to have more teams coming in and have more of that like competitive balance as well. Oh yeah. We're, we already are creating our um, podcast for it. We have, we're just getting all of our hosts lined up and then, you know, once we start getting a GM coach, it's going to be fun. We're going to go kind of through the, I'm guessing what you went through with, you know, having a year 
where you're not really doing much. Mm. There's not very <laughs> much going on. And then it's like, okay, it's go time when yeah. the season finally starts. And like, we talk a lot about like from the St. Louis perspective about why this team has hit the ground running. And it's because right. a year and a half before they started playing MLS, they hired John Hackworth to come in and be like the coaching director to establish mm -hmm. the play from top flight all the way down to the youth level. And that's helped because they've had players in, they know, what they're being asked to do. They know like the intensity that's being asked for them in practice and in games. And like everyone's been on the same page from day one, which is important. Right. Cool. Well, I want to thank you Hayden again for coming on, talking with me a little RSL, a little Utah Royals thrown in there. Oh, of course, uh, of course, man. If anyone wants to hear the RSL perspective, you can follow Royal Riot, go listen to the pod. Hayden, do you have anything else to plug before we sign off here? No, man, you hit it off. I mean, for you St. Louis fans, we'll be having a healthy St. Louis discussion. Our pod comes out on Friday morning. So, I mean, your man here will be on it. And then uh, Justin, of course, we'll get your perspective. I'm really excited to hear what you have to say. And then we've also got um, Royal. No, the, they were the Royal Ramble. What? The Ramble podcast. The Soccer Capital podcast oh, just yes. got the river city ramble of course river yeah. city ramble i was blanking on that first <laughs> i got gotcha, you i got gotcha. you <laughs> we've actually been uh communicating back and forth this week and we have some fun things that they've been talking to us about we don't actually have anybody from them coming on um but it'll be really fun and we're really excited and honestly i'm just i'm stoked for st louis i did i was prepping myself to come in and like piss off some st louis fans because <laughs> i did that to austin last year I called them overrated and stuff. Yeah. Um, and I was prepping to do that again this week. And I was like, St. Louis fans are passionate. They'll come after me. That'll be fun. Yeah. And honestly, like, and then I think too, like yeah. we know, and like we have a healthy podcast relationship with everyone. And we know like right. we came into the league yeah. thinking, all right, as long as we don't embarrass ourselves, we'll be good. Yeah. Right. Like that was our expectation. So you come in this high and everyone just playing with house money now and uh <laughs> no y'all are killing it and that it totally changes my perspective and then i've talked to i think three or four different st louis people this week just leading up to this which i've never done with any other team i've hmm. talked to maybe one a week but i've had so many st louis people just honestly reach out and the passion that y'all have for your team is amazing and the passion from the fan base i have no idea what the hell is in st louis <laughs> and we love our soccer, just, man. <laughs> all I know is that the passion in that city is amazing, and I want to make it out to a game out there. And I don't know what I would do for the rest of the time I'm in there, but I know that I would have a fun time when I'm at the game. So I'm I'm excited for y'all. It seems like a good time. Yeah, we'll happily host you, Hayden, if you decide to come down. All right, Perfect. everyone. Well, thanks so much, and uh, we'll have fun watching the game this weekend. Not gonna cook not gonna cry, cry, cry. Not gonna cry, cry, cry.